Welcome to the BreastCancer.org podcast, the podcast that brings you the latest information on breast cancer research, treatments, side effects, and survivorship issues through expert interviews, as well as personal stories from people affected by breast cancer. Here's your host, BreastCancer.org Senior Editor, Jamie DiPolo. Hello, as always, thanks for listening. Our guest is Dr. Brian Wojciechowski, who practices medical oncology in Delaware County, Pennsylvania at Riddle, Taylor, and Crozer Hospitals, and also serves as BreastCancer.org's medical advisor. A native of South Philadelphia, he trained at Temple University School of Medicine and Lankenau Medical Center. Dr. Wojciechowski is a sought-after speaker on the topics of medical ethics and the biology of cancer. In one of our discussion board threads, People were talking about how a breast cancer is staged, especially if an early stage cancer spreads or comes back in a place away from the breast. Both the American Cancer Society and the National Cancer Institute websites say that the stage of a breast cancer at first diagnosis doesn't change. So a woman who was diagnosed in 2010 with stage 2 disease and then had a recurrence in the bones in 2015 would technically be stage 2 with metastatic recurrence to bone, which is not how most people think and talk about metastatic breast cancer. Dr. Wojo reached out to the American Cancer Society about this, and he joins us today to help us all understand this a little bit better. Dr. Wojo, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jamie. It's great to be with you again. So I am really excited to talk about this because it was a it was very confusing to me to read all this. So can you tell us why the American Cancer Society and National Cancer Institutes say that a cancer stage never changes? I, I think it has something to do with statistics. Is that right? I think that's accurate. The first thing to say is that the AJCC is the international organization that invented cancer staging and defines cancer staging. So the NCI and the ACS take their cues from that group. And that's the reference point. So the short answer is that the group that defines staging says it is so. (laughs) Um, But that's, that's probably not an adequate answer. So the, the reason this the reason this is true, and uh, you know, not not every not every cancer doctor, believe it or not, is is even aware of this. But the reason that it is true is because it, it does have something to do with statistics, and that might sound silly. A patient might say, "Well, what is the, what? What do I care about statistics? I'm not a number. I'm a person." Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason it's it's important is because when doctors study cancer patients and when we want to find out prognosis and we want to give our patients good, accurate information about what is their chance of survival, what is their chance of cure, we need to start at the beginning when they're diagnosed and follow them out over time. So if a if a if the, the woman you referred to who started out at stage two and then had a recurrence in the bone, uh, if if her if they changed her stage to stage four, then she would be lost in the statistics and we wouldn't be able to we wouldn't be able to count her survival in the statistics to give patients good numbers about prognosis. I see. So people want to keep track of 
say, the percentage of people diagnosed with stage two disease who then had a metastatic recurrence in the bones. So you can look at those numbers. Yeah. I see. I see. Yes. You need, you, need, you need to follow those patients over time from beginning to end to get accurate information. And frankly, the prognosis, the life expectancy for someone who has stage two and then a developed metastatic disease is different than for someone who was diagnosed with metastatic disease at, at the beginning, at the very beginning of their diagnosis. And right. they define stage they define stage four disease as a patient who is diagnosed with stage four, that means metastatic disease, at at the get-go from the beginning and not someone who gets it later on. Okay. Well let me ask you this then. So on our site on breastcancer.org we use the term stage four and metastatic interchangeably. And I've yeah. noticed that the American Society of Clinical Oncology does the same thing. Yeah. So is there is there really a right and wrong here, or is it a matter of terms that researchers use for statistical purposes versus the terms that people use every day in the clinic. I I mean, I really can't believe that a person would say, I'm stage 2B with metastatic recurrence. They don't say that. People say I'm stage 4. That's so, right. Or they say yeah, or they say metastatic. Right. So, yeah. is it is it really is it right or wrong or is it just different. I mean, because I know most people in the clinic, like, you know, you yourself would, how would you tell a patient who had a metastatic recurrence? You would consider yeah, that person yeah. stage four, wouldn't you? Well, I don't think it's wrong to call that person stage four. Okay. Uh, because, because there is, you know, there's the research world, uh, the technical world, and then there's the real world. And it, it, it kind of reminds me of how we talk about cancer treatments too, because you know we often we often use the term chemotherapy very loosely, for example. So you know, is it is Ibrant's chemotherapy? Is Herceptin chemotherapy? Well, technically no, but colloquially, right? We 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 often call it that, and I don't think it's wrong to call it that. So. You know, I think I, so. So after we, after we, after I reached out to the, ACE, the American Cancer Society, I did a informal poll of some of my colleagues, and you know, this included medical and radiation oncologists. And I have to be honest, I'm not going to name names, but about 50% of them, you know, did not know that the stage never changes, and that you, that you wouldn't technically call someone stage four who had a recurrence, but. The, the one thing we all we all agreed upon is that, you know, when when we do say stage four, we know what that means. We, we know we know it means metastatic disease, and I I'm not going to fault anyone for calling it stage four. From a from a purely technical standpoint, it's not stage four. So one thing that occurs to me, if the American Cancer Society and the National Cancer Institute say that a breast cancer stage doesn't change. How are they tracking the number of people living with metastatic breast cancer? Because 
and tell me if this is right or wrong, if I'm reading this right or understanding it right, if we use their parameters, only people who were diagnosed de novo, as you said, metastatic or stage four at very first diagnosis are counted as metastatic. So are they not tracking all these metastatic numbers? Because if I'm remembering right, I think the Metastatic Breast Cancer Alliance has been talking about this issue for a while, how we really don't have good numbers of the actual number of people living with metastatic disease because only those who are diagnosed de novo stage four are counted as quote unquote metastatic. Or has that changed? Yes. Those those people are metastatic. They're just not stage four. And and this is this is really why that this this is really the why the staging should be as as it is because you know a lot of it, it's going to be hard to track those people if they're listed as stage four as opposed to stage two recurrent metastatic because that's how that's how they will be tracked and that's how their survival will be counted. Okay, because I think you know each year how the American Cancer Society puts out their cancer statistics, that big book. And there's always a little caveat in there about the numbers of metastatic disease because they're quite clear that those only include people diagnosed de novo. So it's almost like those numbers aren't getting in there somewhere. Yeah, I, I think I see your point that they might miss a number of patients with metastatic disease that are not called stage four. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 And I don't think the American Cancer Society looks at every single patient chart either. Right. Exactly. How could they? So in a sense, they might be using sophisticated statistical and mathematics techniques to, to just come up with really good estimates or, you know, perhaps they're tracking the number of prescriptions for, I brands or, or that sort of thing or insurance or Medicare claims. But yeah, there's there's no perfect way to uh, track everything. Okay. So I, then my next question is, so if, if we have this way of talking about staging and it, it helps epidemiologists track survival separately, as you said, for say someone who's diagnosed de novo metastatic versus people who have a metastatic recurrence, when you look at those stage four survival statistics, help me understand this. Do they apply only to people who are diagnosed de novo or or do we have statistics for for both groups? That I don't know the answer to. When when I think about survival, I base those predictions on on, on clinical trials. So on a clinical trial, it's very, it's very well defined who is de novo metastatic and who developed metastatic disease after having early stage disease earlier. Okay. So we're not, talk- we're not talking about, you know, large epidemiolo- epidemiologic data. We're talking about a-, a controlled clinical trial, which is probably more accurate anyway. Okay. So in your experience, how is the prognosis, and I know you would probably need more information, but if you could perhaps help me think about this. How does prognosis differ for someone who was diagnosed, say, de novo, stage four, triple negative breast cancer, and the cancer is in the bones, compared to someone 
who was diagnosed with stage two triple net stage two triple negative breast cancer and then had a metastatic recurrence in the bones three years later. Like is is how is that prognosis yeah. different? Well, if we if we're talking about from the time they're diagnosed with metastatic disease, I think the prognosis is better for someone who's diagnosed de novo. Because if you think about it, the person who was diagnosed previously has already been treated and 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 it's been treated with chemo and and maybe radiation. So they've already failed essentially a first line treatment. And when you have a recurrence after getting chemo, you're talking about a recurrence of the cancer cells that did not respond to chemo that were left over. Of course, if you measure their survival from diagnosis, from the time they were stage two, for example, Mm -hmm. that person's going to have a longer overall survival simply because they were diagnosed initially, uh, you know, years ago. But the survival is probably worse when you when you start from the time point where they were diagnosed with metastatic disease. Okay, okay, that that's helpful. But I yeah. so for the bottom line, so to, to help me understand, how do you talk to your patients in your you know when you're talking to them about the cancer stage? I mean, are is it? Do, do do doctors actually say, now, you've been diagnosed with stage two and this is never going to change, but you may have a metastatic recurrence? I mean, how how do, how do yeah. you talk to patients about that? Because it's really confusing to think about. Yeah, it, it is. And I think for the, for the purpose of individual patients and their personal journey and their personal story and how we make treatment decisions, I don't think it really matters all that much. Okay. And- you know, like I said, I, I don't think it's wrong to say to someone you have metastatic disease or you have stage four. I think in, in, in practice, those terms are used interchangeably. So, you know, I'm not I'm not encouraging any of our listeners to go and debate with their oncologist. <laughs> well, I don't have stage four. I still have stage two. It's just metastatic because it's really not going to make a difference in terms of your individual treatment. But you know, if someone, my other, the other thing that I'm sensitive to is that every patient crafts a narrative and, and, and tells herself a story about her disease that helps her accept it and process it. And if your individual story includes that you have stage two metastatic and you don't have stage four, well, that's okay too. I'm not going to take that away. And I'm, I, I want patients to have their own story and, and make their own story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, but essentially too, there's not a whole lot of difference treatment wise, treatment options, say somebody who, I mean, there, there may be some differences, say if somebody was treated with a particular drug for early stage and then may not be able to have that for the advanced stage for the metastatic disease. But today there are so many new, more targeted therapies for metastatic disease. The the treatment plans would be kind of similar if you were diagnosed de novo versus a metastatic recurrence, wouldn't they? Yeah, there's there's really very little difference. It really just depends on what what she had before and how long ago she had it that would play into that decision, not whether we call it metastatic versus stage four. Okay. Okay. 
Well, that's good to know. Dr. Brian, thank you so much for helping us understand this. I I know, you know, when we got told about the discussion going on on the boards, I I personally couldn't believe it. I had to go to the American Cancer Society and the NCI side and and like, what? So I I was one of those people who had no idea that, that that existed. But I do so appreciate you helping us understand this. Jamie, you are not alone. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I, should, I should add that as a result of our inquiry to the ACS, that they're going to be changing the language on their website to just make it a little bit more understandable, make it make it make a little more sense for for patients. Oh, good. Well, we've we've done yeah. something then. I feel I feel that we've we've effected good change. I think so. All right. Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the breastcancer.org podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To share your thoughts about this or any episode, email us at podcast at breastcancer.org or leave feedback on the podcast episode landing page on our website. And remember, you can find a lot more information about breast cancer at breastcancer.org. And you can connect with thousands of people affected by breast cancer by joining our online community.